that's another thing, like through our social media, like we try to respond to every direct message, every comment, everything that we can, because it's that's like connection right now. You guys know it. I mean, during this time when it's like we can't be out on the road, everyone's been kind of like quarantined and in isolation. And so it is a very cool way to even though like some things feel very heavy right now, like it's a great way to bring light, encourage people and to connect with people. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Welcome to episode 165. That's a lot of syllables. Oh, boy. Well, it is. Sure. You know, I've seen so many people start podcasts where, you know, 10 or 12 episodes in, they're done. Right. Yes. Yeah. And we're at 165. We've been doing this for three and a half years. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Wow. It is crazy. Um, But a lot of fun. Well... Well, for the most part. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true, true, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, welcome to Between the Grooves. It's your weekly look at music, industry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. And let me tell you, today's episode, oh, this is someone yeah. we wanted to chat with. It took forever yeah. to arrange this thing. Mm-hmm. But the conversation that, that we have with McKenna Johns from The Young Escape is something you don't want to miss. This is a family band. Uh, but, I mean, you wouldn't think of them as a family band. You just know The Young Escape from their hip songs, their collaborations. And uh, and they're, these guys are young. Yeah. And, and they're, <laughs> yeah. you know, sisters, brothers getting together uh, and producing music, which, which I always admire because when you have a family band, they work so well together. I mean, they can have fights and internal squabbles and right, stuff, right. but their, their, their music as far as, um, you know, harmonies and singing and whether it's the singing element or the instruments and stuff, you kind of know what the other guy is going to do, right? You kind of work well with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice thing about family bands that work uh, is is the, the stuff they produce is art. It truly is art. Completely. So... This is a conversation, as I said, that I've been looking forward to uh, for quite some time. McKenna Johns from The Young Escape. That is coming up in just a bit. Can't wait. But before we get to that, of course, we need to check in with the Community Cork Board. Community Cork Board. Community Cork Board. Last community week, Cork Board. Last week, you said you weren't doing any kind of thing like no, that. No, I wasn't going to do that thing. Oh. I wasn't going to do that. Community oh, so you're just, Cork Board. So you're just making it different every week. Yeah, every week will be yeah. something different and annoying just for you. <laughs> well, annoying is the right yeah, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've, we've polled people in the past asking if they actually enjoyed that little thing do, that you do. Do we have the stats on that? Uh, well... Thankfully, no, because I don't think they were in my favor. (laughs) Listen, Community Cork Board is for you folks. If you've got something going on that you want to let everybody know about, whether it's a new song release, new record dropping, Mm -hmm. concert, or something different that you're doing that nobody else is doing, we'd love to share that. And all you have to do is write into the show. You can hit us up on social media, or you can email us at betweenthegrooves at faithstrongtoday.com. If you're going to be uh, hitting us up on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you can find us at betweengrooves. I just realized something. What's that? I have something for the corkboard. Well, what is that, Drew? Oh, my gosh. Oh, silly of me. So, um, one of my side projects is actually like music for prayer or for reading meditation. Yep. Um, So, it's mostly instrumental. Sometimes I sing, but mostly instrumental. So, I go under the artist's name, Hymns for the Architect, working with my friend, Fran Pratt, who's a worship pastor and a liturgist in the States. And the song is called Calm, and it came out last week. I can't wait for you guys to hear it and use it for your own prayer times, meditation times, chill times. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what Community Cork Board is all about. Mm-hmm. You can do the same thing. Just let us know. That's right. Listen, Drew, I got to ask you. Mm-hmm. I heard something about Facebook, um, something about artists and musicians not able, to, not being able to perform uh, on Facebook Live or, or post stuff uh, anymore. And I don't know all the details, so forgive me, but I figure, you know, you're, you're a musician, you're an artist and stuff, and you've been using Facebook to get your stuff out there. What, what's that all about? It was, it was in the last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, so a little while ago, Facebook put a post up saying that on October 1st, they're going to change the way how music has to be on Facebook. And so uh, initially, it sounded like they were saying, goodbye to your music videos, goodbye to your lives, goodbye. That will not happen anymore. But they, that is not the case. They've kind of like clarified a few things. Was it was it based on copyright issues? Is that it what? was. Oh, okay, that okay. is their big issue. Um, and so now what's happening is that in music and stories and doing like you know, live music uh, performances, that's totally fine. Okay. So if you are, if you're doing a cover, if you're doing your own stuff, totally fine. Have fun. Nothing's changed. I think where a lot of the changes will happen is for like DJs who are just kind of putting up. You know these playlists of other people's music. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think that is where the concern will be, and that's where they'll sort of like not take down that video. And that's what SoundCloud did a number of years ago that's too. Right, yeah. Because I used to have SoundCloud where I mean I think I still have an account, but I don't have anything on it. I think I just right. kept the account active. Yeah. And I had posted what's called in in radio world demo tape, so a demo right. of one of my shows. Right. And what the what it was was it was like three minutes of a three hour show type thing. And basically what what happens in radio is you have the ability to uh, record what you're saying um, when your mic is turned on. So in other words, it would be the tail end of a song. I would talk and then I'd intro the next song. And then once I cut my mic, the recording stops and then it starts up, up again the next time I turn my mic on. Basically, it's kind of like an air check is what they call it. Right. And so I had posted this thing on uh, SoundCloud many years ago and SoundCloud took it down because of copyright issues because they were able to detect a uh, part of a song and they basically said I didn't have the rights to that song. Mm-hmm. And I argued back saying, look, I didn't play the whole song. I I've, I've labeled this as an air check. It's it's you know it's what it is, but they you know through their automated process wouldn't accept my argument, and they took it down permanently. So I canceled my account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, at least I canceled my paid account. Right, right. right? Yeah. And so so it sounds like the same thing. It's a copyright issue, totally. which I understand. Which makes sense. It totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But what about if you're doing a Facebook Live and you're doing a cover of a song? Wouldn't that be the same thing? So that was what people were freaking out about at first most people who do lives, most of them are just playing covers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like that's what I do a lot of times. I play some originals, but it's a lot of covers. That is still okay. For I guess I don't know how it works on their end, but it seems like that is okay. Well, how could they regulate something like that or keep track of stuff like that? <sighs> this is the thing, especially because when people do a covers, it's cha- it's totally different than the original. So there's a sense of ownership and originality to it. So it's harder to track. Yeah. Um, but I think that is okay from what I've been reading. But only it's only the direct like playing of the actual track that they're saying please stop doing that. What about posting a link to a YouTube video? I think it's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. So if I want to promote you and and here's the lyric video for one of your songs, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I will, but yeah, I'm yeah, just, fair you enough. know, yeah, that was right. just an example. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Okay, great. I'm here to support you, buddy. No, you're not. Okay. I'm not. No, I am. Seriously. <laughs> I actually don't do a whole lot of reposts of, yeah. of artists and stuff because then that's all I'd be doing because oh, there's yeah, so much totally. good stuff out there. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. it could be a promote Drew thing on my on my socials, you Ooh. know, the whole time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That'd no. be nice. No. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's a good thing when people do that. Right. Just not you. Well, <laughs> there's only so much I can do. I, you know, I'm bugging. This, this, you may not believe this, but I'm actually not on social media a whole lot. You might see posts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but but there's you know a way I can do that where I'm not spending right. a long time on social media. Yeah. Um, even though my kids will say that I am, I'm not. Right. Not as much as they are anyway. Well, that's so, for sure, right? Yeah, Jeez, I mean, kids. I'm not scrolling all day long. I got other mm-hmm. things to do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll, we'll get into that whole social media stuff in a little bit because that's one of the things we do chat about with uh, when we're chatting with McKenna Johns from The Young Escape. That's later on in our conversation. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you, I love what these guys are doing. Same here. They've been around for quite a bit. I think they caught my interest when they came out and did a, um, a collaboration with Crowder. That's right. That's kind of when they, when a big artist like Crowder takes notice of a small little family band like that, you know that there's something behind that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, and then of course they came up with their own singles and everything else and more collaborations and stuff. And I'm just, I think what they're doing is amazing, uh, whether it be, you know, the concerts, uh, what they're doing on social media mm-hmm. uh, and everything else. Uh, and uh, I'm fully, you know, I would fully back this band, not financially, obviously, but... <laughs> 
But certainly this conversation is one that you and I were both looking forward to for some time. And this is something you want to listen to, folks. Yeah. McKenna Johns from The Young Escape on Between the Grooves. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. You are right on the money as far as timing is concerned, too. Let me tell you. You know, it's so funny. It's I'm like, I have like this weird fear of being late. So I'm always like a minute early. (laughs) I have that same fear. And I do the morning show at the only Christian radio station in Toronto. And can I tell you, I have I have two alarms that wake me up in the morning. (laughs) It drives my wife nuts. But I've got one, you know, the the clock radio type, um, yes. you know, radio thing. I mean, I don't listen to the radio on that clock radio, but I have oh. the alarm set on it, and it goes on like ten to twenty seconds before my phone alarm goes off. <laughs> and oh it's it's because I'm paranoid of yeah. of being late or not, you know, or sleeping in. So yeah. I never yeah. sleep in. Yeah. In fact, I never uh, do either. I'm the same way. Yeah. So I've always got an alarm. Now, if I'm on vacation or if it's a weekend, then I I relish the um, opportunity of not setting the alarm so I can actually sleep in. And I, and I, I do enjoy that, but, but when it's comes to work and stuff, I am very serious. Right. No, I feel you a hundred percent on that. Yeah. What about you, Drew? You ever sleep in? No, I don't. You set an alarm to, as well? Yeah. Are you as, as, as anal as me with setting two alarms? Um, or? If I need to be somewhere, then yes. I usually, especially if I'm flying or traveling or mm. touring, yeah, there's yeah. usually multiple alarms. Um, but my body actually is set for like an early wake up call. Oh, yeah. So you, I, that's surprising knowing I, you. I, this is the thing. Because I'm, I'm a night owl, so I go to bed at like two or three, but yes. I'm usually up around six. I just try to ignore it as much as I possibly can. Drew, I feel that. I feel like sometimes I'll wake up like 30 minutes before my alarm exactly. just because I'm scared that I'm not going to wake up to my alarm. Yes. So I feel you. Yeah. Uh, McKenna, I, I got to just, you know, say this real quickly. Um, there's, yeah. I, I'm, so I'm the guy who's kind of like, oh, sometimes CCM music bothers me. I don't know. What I'm but there's a few <laughs> artists that I'm like, man, these guys got it right. Like for some reason oh. they had the vibe and you are one of those bands. Hang like, on. Hang on. She said, ah, oh, before you even said it. Right? I, well, I guess she knew I was going oh, okay, to she, okay. she knew. It was okay. pretty obvious where I was going with this. <laughs> it's no, like, that is so sweet. Like, I, I appreciate like, that so much. I remember like first hearing um, one of your early singles. Um, good Life. Good, li- good There it is. Good Life. Yeah. So it was like, what, two, three years ago, right? Great and, vibe on yeah. it. Oh my God. This is a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this is great. And then everything you guys have put out has been like, this is awesome. And so I, first of all, I want to know, because maybe, like, I've, I've known you guys for a while. Sure. Yeah. But maybe yeah. some of our listeners are kind of like, wait, wait a minute, I don't know the Young Escape. Who are they? So can you give us Aww. like a little bit of a bio and let our listeners know who you are? And let me tell you, yeah. listeners, these guys are fantastic. Download the music now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, McKenna. Please, please help us Thank out. Thank you so much. That means so much to us. Yeah, we and we just before I, I answer that question, we love you guys. And we're just so every time I love seeing your guys' tweets on Twitter. And we I feel like we talk a lot on Twitter, but we just love and adore you guys. And so thank you guys for what you do to encourage us and allowing us to be part of what you guys do um, to change lives and stuff. But we're the young escape. We're, we're four kids, siblings, we're four of six siblings from Riverside, California. We grew up in California. And um, when we would uh, grow up, our dad was like a super great musician growing up. He was in a college band and it was really awesome. So we would have his college instruments out in the garage and we would grow up playing them. And our parents actually took us to um, this Christian festival every single year called Spirit West Coast. And we would go to these festivals and we would see artists like Toby Mac, Audio A, um, Newsboys with Peter Furler, Barlow Girl, Brit Nicole, just all these people that really played a huge part in not only bringing us to our faith um, through music, which is so special in itself, but um, inspiring us to become a band. And so we would go to these concerts and go home being so inspired to write our own music and play as a band together. And uh, we kept at it. We would, you know, we were super young when we started, like our drummer. We Right now, it's ages 23. My brother, Ryan, plays guitar. He's 23, and it goes all the way down to 16, which is my younger brother on the drums. So when we first started um, playing instruments together, we were all very young. Like Luke was like, I mean, four when he started playing drums. So he was about, I think when we started playing together, it was like he was six. And so we'd break up, we'd get back together, break up. Maybe we don't want to do a band, but we kept at it, kept writing music. And we started touring up the West Coast and Ryan would book all of our shows. And um, 
we just had this dream of having, because we noticed like as a family and growing up together, like the struggles of life can steal um, the childlike faith in us and leave us feeling alone. And, and so in our music, like we just wanted to just share a message that the reality is none of us are alone. And we're a family of brothers and sisters inviting everybody into the larger family that we're a part of. And on the soundtrack of this ride together, we're going to be transparent about everything from the struggle to the best times of life as we escape back to the heart of youth that was first created in us. And so that's kind of like what our music's all about. And um, we've seen like lives changed and just our lives changed through writing stuff as a family and being on the road. And we miss being on the road right now. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of a background of who we are. So the fact that you're a family band uh, and, right. the, you know, you mentioned that in your in your younger years, you would break up and then get back together again, break up and get back together again. Now, mm-hmm. you're a little bit more mature now, obviously. But what are the what are the dynamics of a family group working together yeah. and living together and doing this day in and day out? Because because can I tell you, I've got two brothers and a sister and I would never I mean, I don't think I'd want to even go on vacation with them. You know, and I and I love them, and they're great, and everything else. But you know, we have our own way of doing things. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know how you guys do it. I I just don't. That is so funny. You know, I feel like that's the number one question we get is like, do you guys fight when you're on the road? Like, how do you guys keep it together? And um, the truth is, like, I mean, we have our moments, but we are like best friends, and so it's crazy because we grew up in in California, but our family, like right when we we signed to Capitol records, we, we moved to Nashville as a family of eight. And it was a really, a really hard thing for like all eight of us to do just to pick up from where our roots were from and to totally transplant into another place where we had no clue, like what, what it was going to be like or anything like that. But I feel like through those seasons and through being a band, our family has gotten so much stronger and, we love traveling together and yeah, sometimes it can be like, like our younger brother, Luke, he has like this crazy, like larger than life personality and he plays drums, which is, he has drum solos, all that. So he's like crazy, but being on the road together sometimes can be like, there's two of us that's a little crazier, which is Luke and I, and then Kirsten and Ryan are a little bit more reserved and stuff. So we always say that they reel us back in when we're getting a little too crazy. So it's lots of crazy moments, but lots of beautiful moments. And I think that the good moments outweigh the, the hard ones that we have. So. And what about your other two siblings? I mean, it, it's a little unfair that they're not involved. What's <laughs> what's going on with them? I mean, they must be, uh, when you talk about dynamics, they must be a little upset. You know what's funny is they don't want anything to do with our band. They don't want to be in it. They want to be the next for King and Country or 21 Pilots. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Thing. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I understand them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just look at them and you encourage them and stuff. And, and you know, yeah. on, from, from, a, from a sibling standpoint, you know, the rivalry and just say, yeah, good luck with that, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, uh, Drew, you mentioned about their first, you know, single that they released. I guess uh, "Good Life" was that before you guys were signed? That was like right. We wrote that before we signed, and okay. that was that was our first signed release. Okay. Okay. What I like about that song, believe it or not, I get a Michael Jackson vibe on that. The la- the uh, latter years so of Michael cool. Jackson. You know, you know the beat that I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, latter yeah, years, yeah, yeah. not not as early stuff right. as a solo right. artist, but the latter years and stuff. It's just like it's got that. And I and I love Michael Jackson. Like I I think yes. his music. I think he was an incredible talented yes. brilliant yes, yes, songwriter yes, sure. uh and musician and and uh so i i uh that's the vibe i get with good life and when that came yeah. out it was just like wow what a great song mm-hmm. and all the songs cool. after that as well you know oh thank you so much that how, means the world does and how do you guys write songs like how does that work yeah. because um you know it's it's family so sometimes being vulnerable like that with family can be great, and sometimes it, it can be brutal. <laughs> um, so no, that's no, that's so true. I feel like for us, like I think that some bands will like they'll be like some of them will be writers, and then some of them don't have any part in the process. But for us, like all four of us, right? And Luke, um, the sixteen-year-old drummer, he's actually a producer as well, and so he produces all of our stuff. And, wow. Um, it's so much fun because I think that we all each as individuals and the band have different, um, musical influences. And so when we bring those together, it's kind of like this unique thing, but we really, 
that's something that we've had to protect over the years is really making sure that like, because we started off kind of writing our own songs and then we were kind of like told that we needed to be writing with other people, which was great. And we've found people that we love writing with, but we noticed that there's something unique when we just write together and make sure that we're all included in the process. And um, that's been like so cool for us. And especially like, you know, like, like you said, being a family and having different dynamics and going through life together, we all like know each other's experiences and the different heartbreaks that we've faced and certain um, trials that we've endured as a family, Um, whatever it is, any season we all kind of know, and we've had a first, you know, front seat to all those seasons in each other's lives. And so when we're writing, it's kind of like this cool thing of like, we're all in this together. And like, we understand the message that we're trying to get across because we're walking through it together and um, how to like encourage people in that. And so that's like something I love about writing together is we all kind of get it and get each other. So that's amazing. That's great. I know people uh, like my daughter is 16 years old and I, uh, she aspires to be uh, in her words, a famous artist one day. Aww. Not not just an artist. No, she she aspires to be a famous artist. That's what she's going to be. Yes, now, I love that. Now that's changed because I think she wants to get, you know, into veterinarian type stuff as well. But I guess if, if you know, if she could do what she wanted to do, it would be a, a and I quote, a famous artist. Uh, and I Aww. the reason why I mentioned that um, is because you guys are you guys are young, as you've mentioned. Yeah. What do you do for school? Like obviously with mm. this whole uh, you know, pandemic that's happened over the last little while, uh, you've got right. more time on your hands, but how, you know, generally like you guys have gone on tour with, with Crowder and, and other yeah. guys, like, how do you do school then? Like, what do you do? Like, obviously you can't just put it on the back burner. Yes, of course. No, you know, what's crazy is we were actually all homeschooled from, I went to kindergarten, but then all the way through high school, I was homeschooled. And so that was the same thing with um, the rest of my siblings. And my mom's still homeschooling. Um, The younger three of us are graduated, and then she's still homeschooling um, the younger three. But Luke is still in school. And so he's still, he's 16. What grade is that? I don't know what grade. I think he's in his first year of high school. Um, And so he, we've called it road school. So he'll like, he'll (laughs) take school on the road and our dad's our tour manager. And so he definitely has like some accountability there. And yeah, so we've always been, that's kind of been a blessing is it wasn't really like weird for us to start doing like school on the road because we had already been homeschooled. And so we'd kind of been independent in that and knew how to do it pretty well. And so it was, it was a pretty easy transition, but yeah, Luke's still homeschooled slash road school. But, but out of the four of you, he's the only one that's doing the road school. That, that kind of sucks for him. I know he's, you know what though? He's so good at it. He's been, he's been a really great sport about it, but yeah, we'll tease him about that sometimes. We're like, dude, you're still in school. We're not. No, but he's, he's busy doing work and homework and everything else and assignments and stuff. And you guys are just kicking back. Like, really, that's not fair. (laughs) Hey, we went through that. We we already re- went through school, so we had it hard. And then, so he just has to go through it. So we're just we're just encouraging him. I know, but but times <laughs> have changed for you guys. I mean, oh you were not on the road touring extensively in front of you know packed stadiums when you you, you you weren't going through the homeschooling thing back then. And Luke is like that's just not fair. Poor guy, and he's producing too. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's got yeah. a lot on his plate. Oh, I feel gosh. sorry for Luke. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You wouldn't feel sorry for Luke if you met him. You'd be like, I understand. <laughs> Maybe it's good that you keep him locked up and doing his schoolwork for a bit, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Put him in his place. I understand. Exactly. So you mentioned you mentioned that when you guys were young, you went to this music festival with yeah. you know Toby Mac, Brit Nicole, Audio Adrenaline, a bunch of others. Uh, would you consider them your musical influences? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, because when we when we were all that was from the time we were like, I mean, I think I went to my first Spirit West Coast when I was five or six. Mm-hmm. And so um, kind of watching them and then actually being able to be signed to the same label as they are like it was just it was crazy. And like I, I we met Toby Mac at a Devil Wars party like three years ago, like when we first signed because we're label mates. And so they have like the same like Devil Wars party. And so we went to that and we met him and we were like, dude, like you we're the inspiration behind this. And now we're signed to the same label. Like this is just, I feel like we've noticed so many, especially with those artists that really, again, like not only inspired us um, in music, but also to, they were a huge part of bringing us to Jesus and in our faith. And so um, it's just, we've noticed that there's been a lot of full circle God moments that we couldn't even dream up or imagine on our own. So like anytime we're like out on the road and, 
we have some young kids telling us that they want to start a band and that they have the same musical influences. Like we just say like, I mean, we're like, we're normal kids. Like we never, we never imagined that the music that we, you know, have been writing would, would end up reaching the amount of people it has or being able to collaborate with the people who literally inspired us growing up. I was actually just featured on 10th Avenue North last title single of their last final record. And it's crazy because I grew up loving 10th Avenue North and always will. But when I was in high school, I was going through a really hard season of just feeling over the top and secure. And their songs were the ones that helped me get through that time. And there's so many, there's so many details of the story, but after having the privilege of opening for them back in 2016, which was a full circle moment in its own, they took us under their wing and they became like brothers to us from that day on. And so like when they asked me to be part of their last record, no shame, I was so emotional about it because the band who helped me get through some of my worst days was asking me to sing on the title track of their final record. And so being there in the studio with them, as I put my vocal on that song, I can't explain it. It was just a full circle moment from yeah. God. So it's a great like, song too. <laughs> it's a, it's an awesome song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Now, can I, sorry, I, I'm, I'm hogging the spotlight from you, Drew, and I apologize, but I got so many questions. So you just cut me off whenever you need to. Okay. Uh, cut off. But I, I want to know, uh, number one, how you guys hooked up with Crowder and yeah. and what was it like touring with Crowder? Because because he's hilarious. Like we've had him on the show, mm-hmm. and and we were in stitches the whole time. Um, it, it, you know, uh, we we often look back on our episodes and and you know determine okay here's what we talked about. Yeah. You know, we'll look back and say this is what we talked about with such and such and stuff. And and with Crowder, we we couldn't come up with anything because we we were just laughing the whole time. So <laughs> I I'm wondering what it was like. You know, number one, how did you guys hook up with him? And number two, what was it like being on the road with that guy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a crazy. It's a crazy story. It has a lot of details to it. But basically, what happened was when when we first were offered record deals we had written good life and we had written like all these songs right and so i don't know how it happened but he said that somehow he heard one of our demos and i don't know if it was through an a and r at Capitol or somewhere else but he he heard our songs and he said i need to have these kids out on tour with me and so that's why like when we first signed we released good life immediately because we had to release a song in order to go out on the road with them and so he basically heard Good Life before it was released somehow. I don't know how he heard it. And then he asked us to come out on tour with him right when he heard that one song. And we were like, oh, my gosh, this is the guy. Because we, when we first started playing music, we, like, I think the first song we learned how to play was How He Loves hmm. and Sometimes by Crowder. And so that was just crazy for him to ask us out on tour. And so when he did we ended up going on that first tour and we were like, Oh my gosh, we're sound checking with David Crowder right now. Like this is the craziest thing ever. And he's like, he's like the coolest guy ever. Like we did like Q and A's before some of the shows. And he was just like the way that he would talk about our music. And he, he, I remember him saying in a Q and A one time that we have like this, like fresh new way of saying something that he, mm-hmm. he just thought was so unique. And hearing that from like one of our heroes was just like, that was like encouragement that we, we needed at that time. And, and, um, at the end of the first one, he asked us to go on a second tour with him. So we went on a spring tour and a fall tour with him, which was just, it was so, we had never played in front of crowds that big. And so it was, it was like really stretching and challenging for us, but it was something that I feel like was a very defining moment for us as a band, but also as a family. So it was amazing. And yes, he's hilarious. He has like the best jokes. <laughs> now, if he's such an influence to to you as a band, why have Ryan, like, why is Ryan and Luke so clean cut? Like they, they don't, they're not growing a beard or anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what? Ryan and Luke try to grow beards. No <laughs> oh, one man. But, but they can't. So, so that's what, that was, that was their, their uh, challenge. They wanted to grow out beards in quarantine, but they just can't do it. So they ended up giving up on it. But yeah, I think Luke didn't shave for a whole like 40 days and nothing happened. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Do you have any pics to prove it? Do you have any pictures to prove it? I don't have any. You know what? I think that he might be releasing a vlog soon because I think he <laughs> vlogged it every single day. So it's going to be like day one, day two, day three, all in day 40. So, and nothing happened. So 
yeah, I wonder when he's going to release that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that I mean, the, the matchup of you guys and Crowder is, is it's a match made in heaven. I think there's a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. especially when I think about like um, the the vibes and the David Crowder band, and you know, mixing yeah. into like there's definitely a lot of crossover there. Um, so I want to talk to you about your sound because I know like yeah, yeah you have a t- tons of influences and um, but I'm curious about like w- when it comes to um, creating a sound when it comes to creating a vibe, um, both on stage, um, but also in the studio as you guys record. Um, yeah. W- w- what are you pulling from? Um, like, I mean, maybe it wasn't David Crowder band, but I can definitely hear a few influences in there in terms of like yeah, for sure. what you guys are doing. Uh, who, who are you guys pulling from? Who, who are you guys yeah, definitely like- all those artists that we grew up going to see and like who inspired us, but also like we love Coldplay. Coldplay is like a huge 21 Pilots. Yeah. Just, those, are, those guys are huge inspiration for the sound and um we love pop music and so um i i, I guess you could probably hear that in good life and love me like yeah, those totally are the sure. first two singles and they've got a very simple very pop sound and then so alive was a little different so alive was the first time that we got to do what we wanted with the track and so it was it was one of those things where we decided that as a band we needed to really take control of our sound so luke um is you know he's a great producer and so we produced all of that track with brian fowler he's an amazing producer he is, and he's incredible he's, yeah he's so awesome he's a great human too and so we finally got it to sound like a band which was very exciting for us because we had always like the first two were were great but it was very like clean pop like yep. i don't think we recorded any drums and so on so alive we were like we really do want to bring in the band sound as well and um so we recorded drums. I played the piano on that song. So we, we basically like did that whole track ourselves. And, and um, ever since then, we've been on like really producing on our own. And because that's what happens live too. It's like good life actually sounds very different live because totally. it's all the band instruments that come in. And so yeah. it's a little different, but we love high energy pop. We're very into like, we have like Ryan, Ryan's in, he's, he's our guitar player. He has like a lot of influences like, like Prince and Queen. And so he kind of brings that over into luke loves edm i love pop and then kirsten has like he she loves john bellion and like people like that and so um it's kind of just like a weird smoothie of like different styles very nice <laughs> and people are so sweet, but we don't understand that exactly. and that's and this is the thing because i can hear it in your live show like it's like um in the live show like, the clips i've seen on youtube or whatever they, they yeah you have a very unique and cool sound i'm even wondering like um and you have a great show. Like you guys do well on stage. Like so, where um, some some bands really work hard on their stage show in terms of performance, like you know the Tom Jackson right. way of doing things. Some and there's other bands who are just kind of like let loose and go wild. Um, yeah. Where do you guys um, sort of fit in that spectrum between like planning everything you do, or just kind of just just going wild and and having fun right. and, and whatever happens happens. We definitely like our live shows very important to us because those those are where like connections are made between yeah. music and I mean you know because you you can go on Spotify and listen to the music but there's something different about having that connection live and so it's very important to us and it's crazy because you know like we have we have like an audience of like all different ages but we notice that at the shows like there's like so many young people that come and. um when those young people come, they walk in with struggles and, and different things that um, maybe they don't show on the outside and they're smiling on the outside, but they're hurting on the inside. And so um, we've noticed like when we play live, like we have like this like really high energy set and um, you'll see these kids like smiling and like jumping. And like, it's almost like this, I hate to say escape because I know it's in our band name, but it's like this escape. And then you talk to them after and then they tell you like, Hey, like I really needed tonight, tonight. Um, like right before I came to this show, I was thinking of self-harm and, but I decided to come to this show and this Mm -hmm. was just like the perfect timing and what I needed. And hearing that like makes us really put a lot of thought into the live show and like, how are we helping people and how are we connecting with people? And are there, are there, you know, the exciting moments, but also the, the moments that kind of bring people like really down low and like close to Jesus. And so, um, I feel like we all have like different Luke's definitely very like high energy. Like he does a drum solo in our, in our uh, live show. And so he's very like, it has those moments, but then it also like we come down to this song that's unreleased yet and it's called unbreak. And it just kind of talks about, um, 
he talks about how like God's love is the only love that can like actually like unbreak our hearts because he holds all the pieces. And so it has a bunch of different dynamics, I would say, but I feel like we, we plan a lot of it, but then we also just kind of like try to like let, you know, cause so much of music is just emotion, like expressing what you're feeling. And sometimes it can seem robotic if you're not doing that mm-hmm. or unauthentic. And so we really try to like make it authentic while still like putting a ton of planning into it. So. Yeah, I mean, having said that, you're doing the same show, like the same set list uh, from, right. from city to city. So you probably do things a certain way for certain songs anyways, and you probably yes. build on that. So ultimately, the best show to go to would be the last one in a tour. But <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> Exactly. I know. We always like, we'll have like the label come to the very first show. And we'll be like, guys, why didn't you come to the last one? Right. Yeah. We're in our group. That's, That's right. right. If you really want to impress them, the last exactly. show is the one to go to. <laughs> there's a there's quite a few bands who do that well. They can do sort of the, um, uh, it's sort of like it's super planned, but it feels like everything's spontaneous, you know, and right. um, that's right. a gift unto itself. Like, I don't know, Mute Math was great at that, where you f- you oh, felt, right? And you, every, time you saw, every time I saw them, I felt like I was watching them perform these songs for the first time ever. <laughs> and yes. Everything was like on the edge of like falling apart or breaking down, and it was beautiful and wonderful and energetic mm-hmm. and like, like it was infectious and wonderful. Yeah. Some bands can do it well, some bands can't. I f- like, again, once again, like, watching you guys do what you do, I'm like, okay, these guys can do it, especially in the oh, stage where you guys are at. Too. It just feels fresh. And that's rare. It's easy for bands to kind of just do what they always do every night and sort of feel Yeah. Can. No, right. And it's, you know what's crazy about that? Hmm. Is, um, like, you'll always remember that Mass concert, like, for the rest of your life. Totally. And we, like, you know, we, we still remember, like, the very first Toby Mac concert we went to, or, like, so you're always going to remember those moments and so we we try to really consider that when people come to our shows and we're like okay like people are going to remember this and like say like oh yeah i saw them live and you know what kind of connection are you making and is it emotional yeah so it's got to be fairly easy for you guys though like your 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 family right so you kind of know your each other's strengths and you kind of know Uh, when you're on stage, like if one of you is having a bad day or yeah. if if somebody's going through something, you know, it, it, you as a group uh, and also, you know, you know, you're you're really strong in this guitar solo, Ryan, or something or, or whatever. You're really strong in this part and you kind of, you know, lean right. on him when it comes to that part of the song. So that's got to make it a lot easier for you guys versus bands that that aren't, you know, related and they try to do something together, you know? Right. No, because we can like we can look at each other and not even have to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we know each other so well. So it's like we, we don't even have to say a word. Can we just uh, change course here for a second? Yeah, let's um, do it. I'm, I'm curious, um, McKenna, who who does your social media? Cause oh my gosh! Can I? It's art. Oh. Come on, oh, it's oh, art. Like oh. that's the only way I can describe it is art. That's so sweet. I, was, I, I, I forgot about it. that. That's yeah. the other thing I wanted to mention is that yeah, the the like your Instagram stuff was like so. It's good. polished. It's it's the whole black and white I thing. Love that. Yeah. And, and it's what and like Classy. it's there's there's thought put yeah. into this thing and it's I and I love it. Yeah. Guys, that's so sweet. No one ever talks about that, but I do it. So, I, yeah, I appreciate that because I put a lot of time into that. Can you do mine too? Because, I honestly, I was like, these these guys are doing it right. Yeah, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I love like I'm. I've always been. I also like kind of like dress the band. I know that sounds weird, but I always yep. like kind of like anytime there's a photo shoot or anything, like I'm the style coordinator and nice. I'm like, this is the color we're going with for this record. Um, we just did like that light pale pink for yep. So Alive. And so, yep. yeah, I'm like, I'm a nerd when it comes to that stuff. And so everything has to look on brand and like, yeah, I love that stuff. On Same brand. Here. That's Same the here. that's the word on brand. Yeah, and yeah. I, and that is so it's key. Q-I-E. Yeah, okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. That is so key that that a lot of people would forget about whether they're artists or musicians or in groups and and whatnot. I mean, the social media is, is important anyways because it's one avenue to get in front of people. But but yeah. having a plan in place and doing it properly. That's right. That's I mean that's brilliant. That's right. Right. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. That means that means a lot. No, I appreciate that. That's so cool that you guys noticed that. It, oh, yeah. Everything from frequency. You know, because there's, I've seen some social media feeds, like I've some some people out there where they just go nuts and they'll post like 
six, seven, ten things in one day, not even on their story, just just yeah. posts. And I'm thinking, it's too much. Like, I'm seeing too much of you on my feed. Yeah, I want to yeah, see yeah. other others as well. And slow just, it down. Yeah, slow, slow it down. down. Like, And so there's there's method behind your madness is what I see when yes. you're posting stuff, you know? Oh, that means so much to me. Thank you. Yeah, I love, I love all that stuff. I think it's so, that's another thing, like, through our social media, like, we always, like, we try to respond to every direct message, every comment, everything that we can. Cause it's, that's like connection right now. You guys know it. I mean, during this time when it's like, we can't be out on the road. Um, we, everyone's been kind of like quarantined and in isolation. And so it is a very cool way to, even though like some things feel very heavy right now, like it's a great way to bring light and to encourage people and to connect with people. So I love doing that through our Instagram. So when you guys are on the road, um, and you're handling the social media stuff. Do you set aside time to do that? Like, is that one of the things when you get up in the morning, it's just like, okay, here's my, cause I'm a, I'm a very organized list guy. Okay. It drives my wife yes. nuts. Right. So I've got my list of here's the things I need to do. And I'm the type of guy where I need to get all this done before I can relax. Right. Yes. I don't want to have oh. something sitting that, oh, I still have to do this. So I can't, I don't feel I can relax then. So for you, are you the are type of the same person? I, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. That's what, I, so I, I take it you have blocked aside, like that's one of your, on your list in the morning. That's one of the things you yes. have to get to and you can't move on with your day until you're, you've done it. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. That is correct. Yes. And I even like, I'm very, I'm a detailed person as well. And so I get to that. I get to anytime anyone orders merchandise, because I design all of our merchandise as well. And so anytime anyone orders a t-shirt, I always, I put handwritten notes in there and the notes look different every time and try to make every order special. So those are like my two things where I really have to get to it um, and set aside time for it, especially on the road, because it's hard to keep up with that. But um, yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's, it's like, I love it though. Like it's something that I just love doing. And I feel like people like always like post about it. Anytime we send out merch, like we, we do it all in house and yeah. I write all the notes and yeah, social media, everything. Like it's, we all, it, that's the fun thing about what we do is like, even though we're like on a label and stuff and all that, like we still do like pretty much like we do like a lot of things just on our own. And so, um, it's super special and unique. What don't you do? <laughs> No, what if you're you? if you're with a label, obviously they have stuff that they can do for you. What yes. since you signed with a label, what capital? Right. What have you decided? You know, they're better off doing this for us. I feel like they've done a lot. Where I'll be on the road, and then if we're releasing a single, um, I used to do all the artwork for the singles, and I still have a very um, involved part in doing that like i'm pretty much the creative director and all that but mm-hmm. um like sending me stuff like hey this is what you're going to post on this day for swipe ups and then you have to make sure you put this link in there and having that like direction and guidance is very helpful for me mm-hmm. because release dates can be kind of like very hectic and you don't you know you want to post like all the right like we'll do a bunch of like hey swipe up like our new singles out now and so um having like direction for that and like you should post it this time and, and stuff like that that's very helpful to me yeah but you still yeah. do all the posts like you're not relying on them to do it for you you no, don't let them yeah, take I, over the account or anything right yeah i always do all the posts and um yeah because we kind of like have our own little language that we speak into. yeah <laughs> it's different like we always like try to be as personable as like possible and um just super connected to our fans so. And and are they all you know I'll I'll use the word live posts or do you pre-program them like are, are you know how you can sometimes take something and and schedule yeah. it for a for right. a certain time do you actually post live or or do you yeah. schedule stuff in advance? You know I find myself scheduling stuff in advance when I'm on the road, but yeah. when I'm home I post stuff live. That makes so. sense. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's good to have it scheduled so that when I'm on stage, it's going out. Yeah. You know? yeah right. <laughs> it just happens. Hey, incredible. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. on stage right now and she just posted. How did she do that? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> so what are your plans now? I mean, uh, with with this whole pandemic and it's yeah. basically put music on the sidelines and everybody's kind of doing nothing, not by their own choice. Um, I know that there's uh, been some uh, shows, you know, drive-in shows, which, which I think are great. Um, What are you guys doing? And, and I guess preparing for when things pick back up again? Yeah, well, we have been, 
I know we say this all the time, but new music really is coming soon. We've, we've decided um, ever since the top of the year, like right before this all hit, no, I, I don't think anyone expected 2020 to be like this. I think when, when New Year's Eve hit, everyone's like, 2020, this is my year. No, it's going to be better so than last year. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? <laughs> like you just have like these high expectations and like this is like our year. And like, um, and so at the top of the year, we decided we're like, okay, we're going to try to write a song a day. And um, then, you know, like all these, like the pandemic hit, everything all these heavy things hit. And when we were at home, we were like, okay guys, cause we were actually supposed to be going out on a Danny Goki tour this year. Mm. And it was so sad when that got canceled. Like that was really hard, but we were like, okay guys, like we're not going to um, lose momentum. You know what I mean? We're going to, since we're all home together, we're all, which is, which is awesome since we're siblings, we're like all still together during this. Um, we were like, we're just going to write a song a day and we're going to send it over to our management and see what they think every day. And I feel like we've become like really amazing writers through it. It's been like, you know, cause we're getting older. And so it's, it's just different. Like you, you go through different life experiences and you're able to write about those um, more in, in different, like deeper ways. And so I feel like we've been writing songs that I'm so excited for, for people to hear. And I feel like, I feel like a record's going to be coming like very soon. Um, we have like over 200 songs now, so we have a lot to choose from. Wow. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like be expecting new music and we're really excited. We have a show on September 5th and it's in Tennessee. And so I don't know if it's holding out yet. Um, you know, all that stuff's up in the air, but we're just we're trusting God and we're we're not letting um, we're not just because we're off the road. We're not letting the connection with our fans stop or writing the music stop or or dreaming up new things for the future to stop. Because I think a lot of people think that during this time, like it's so hard. You, you start to think like, Oh man, my life's on hold right now, or this is on hold or that's on hold, or we can't do this anymore. Or this trip got canceled. And I was supposed to be here today, but now I'm home because of this. And I think that, um, I think that praise and being faithful in these hard, heavy moments precede the miracles. And I think that, uh, I feel like we've just been feeling that as a band sensing this new season coming up with new music, like, we're just so excited for the future and we're, and we're holding on tight during this season. I think you can, you know, and we've had lots of conversations with people since this pandemic hit and, you know, you can, there's, there's a sense of, you know, it really sucks, yeah. uh, but there's also a sense of, you know, what can we do now because we can't tour because we can't do concerts? Yeah. Uh, what can we do now uh, instead or more of? And one of the things right. that, you know, one of the things that you've said is, is writing music. Well, you know, at the beginning of the year, your plan was to do a song a day. Maybe you haven't done a song a day, but you've done a lot more writing than you would have if you were touring. Cause you wouldn't have oh, had the yeah. time. Right. Um, McKenna, I, 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 I can't, I don't know what to say. Cause, cause, uh, we've been looking forward to this conversation oh for gosh. so long. Oh my gosh! Um, Guys, me too. I feel like this is so much fun. I've been looking forward to this too. Uh, thank you so much for hanging with us and and oh, chatting. I mean, uh, it's so great to see what you guys are doing and the impact that you're having on people around the world with your music. I mean, ultimately, that's that's what you guys are doing, mm -hmm. whether you mm -hmm. know it or not. I mean, you guys are having fun doing what you do, but the impact that it's having around the world is also very, very important. And and, and so we wow. recognize that. So um, oh, thank you. And we recognize the impact that you guys are having. Like we yeah, I don't know. There's so many people where they tell us like, hey, we, we just heard your song on on the radio. And that was like a very timely thing for them. And like, I don't know where we'd be today without, without Christian radio. And so not just as a band, but just as people, hmm. you know, it's yeah. so important. And so what you guys are doing is, is really changing so many lives. And so we just appreciate you guys. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, that's a gift and a, st and a testament to your good music. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when, uh, when James, uh, sent me the text that, um, that you know, we booked you for this, this conversation, I think I was kind of like, what? Yes! Oh like, my gosh! Was... No, I was like, what? <laughs> You guys it's, are the coolest. It's it's great. I was so excited. We've been we've been following along with you guys for years, and so it's I'm so glad that, wow. that we can sit down and have this chat. So when are you oh when are gosh, you coming to Canada? 
Oh, you know what? We had a show scheduled in Canada and it got canceled. Be- because of so COVID? We were so sad about that. I think it was, yeah, it was supposed to be, I want to say it was supposed to be last month. I can't remember when it was supposed to be. Come on! Next time, <laughs> next time you guys are in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. We got to hang. Yes. Okay, well, I have your email, so I will definitely email you. Okay. Let you know, because like, I would love to hang with you guys. Like, we'll just we'll just do the sites or something. Like, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll pretend to be oh, tourists yeah. with you or something, because we don't get enough of that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's I right. love it. Yeah. I love it. What a, what a pleasure. So, whenever I'm talking to a young uh, Christian band here in Canada, and I say, hey, um, if, they, if they are looking for, like, you know, people to kind of look up to, I've always... And when I say always, I mean like in the last two or three years, always sent them to their Instagram or to the music because yeah. they are doing it right, right from the get go, at least right from when I first discovered them. I think it was about two years ago, right when I first discovered them. I was like, these kids are doing it the way that I should be doing it. Like, like they their, are, their strategy, their strategy and everything they do. Yeah. Music is great. The, like head games are great. Their, their live show is fantastic. Social media is great. Um, I, and so it's wonderful to kind of hear their heart and kind of hear where they're at and their story. And so that was just a really great conversation for me. Well, even talking in the beginning about their family dynamics Mm -hmm. and how they each have strengths that they, that they play on and and work with, Yeah, you know, the fact that she does the, the social media, whereas, you know, Luke does the producing (laughs) and and Ryan does the guitar and, and, you know, all their different strengths is, is awesome to see. And it's, it's so much easier being a family to do that completely right yeah uh, but also you know obviously they get on each other's nerves every once in a yeah, while i'm sure they uh, do you know but yeah. uh, they haven't broken up again recently so that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> great to have mckenna johns from the young escape on between the grooves so so good check them out on the socials at the young escape what they do and how they do it is brilliant it's so great i am a huge huge fan you think? Yeah. <laughs> it is time for artist advice. And our artist advice coming from somebody who was on the podcast probably in the first season for sure. And that is Marcel Preston, Learning from Others. One piece of advice that I would give to anyone in the industry is find someone that's two steps ahead of you and pick their brain. Because I find that oftentimes I've done something the hard way, the long way on my own. And I found that, uh, you know, looking back a couple of years, I'm like, ah, oh, if only I would have reached out to this person, they could have, I could have saved so much time. And so it's really realizing that we're not orphans. <laughs> you know, we almost call this, this this orphan mentality. I'm going to do it on my own. And just really finding people around you that have something to contribute to your next steps. And, um, you know, people that have done that with me, have sought me out, have actually taught me something about reaching out and getting information or wisdom from people that have walked the road already. You know, we say this all the time in the show, the importance of, of mentorship mm-hmm. and, uh, and the importance of community and how that's the best way to learn, to grow, to challenge each other and, and you know, and ourselves, obviously. Why make the mistakes ourselves when we can learn from somebody else who's already done it? This is it. This is it. So I love what Marcel said. That's, that's exactly right. Very practical advice. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you, Marcel, and thank you, McKenna Johns, our guest on Between the Grooves this week. And that is it for this week. We uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday, and you can leave us a rating and a review. That helps us reach more people. And hit us up on social media. We would love to connect with you on Twitter and Facebook, because, yeah, both are awesome. At Between Grooves, where you can find us, uh, like, share, all the cool stuff that, you know, you're supposed to do on the socials, but also interact with us ask us some questions give us some ideas what do you think we should talk about who should we have on the show Drew the music's ending that's you gotta wrap I wanna up. keep going let me tell you how good this show is this show is awesome and so great and <laughs> <laughs>